Okay, how's everybody doing? This is Louie doing another I Am Your Father podcast. It's a podcast I do on a weekly basis as part of my daddy blog over at azcentral.com, the news news website, I should say, for uh, the Arizona Republic based out of Phoenix. So it's been a kind of crazy week. I went to uh, Comic-Con, which is awesome. I'm actually going to go back again tomorrow. This is uh, doing this one Saturday night. I'm going to go back again tomorrow and do some stuff. And I got some ideas for podcasts and topics to write about while I was there. So I'm hoping to get a few more. Um, I should warn you, a little uh, disclaimer here before we get into this week's topic. I am doing this podcast from home. Um, The mic quality should be the same. At work, we have a pretty good mic, but I have the exact same mic here at the house. The difference is, at home, you might randomly hear any number of noises. You might hear a dog bark. I have two dogs. Um, You might hear either one of them bark, though it is kind of late at night. There's noises outside. And one of our dogs, uh, Ratchet, who I've written about hates outside noises he does not in any way shape or form appreciate people just kind of trying to live their life so if it's trash day and the trash is coming in he will let the neighbors know to please stop doing that people closing doors people doing anything that you would consider normal life ratchet is not a fan um, but be, and also because i'm doing this from home and i have a mic that picks up everything i lowered the tv noise so i'm watching bob's burger but the noise is very low so you hopefully you guys can't hear it but because of that Ratchet hears outside noises a lot clearer now. And so even though he is passed out asleep on a sofa, he will at any moment probably bark. And I will apologize ahead of time for that. If it's not for the two dogs, you might hear a cat. I have two cats. And oddly enough, it's both their birthdays today. They're brother and sister cat. Uh, we know this because we found them together. Little kittens. I think they're six years old today, if I'm not mistaken. So you might hear a cat whiz by my microphone, uh, meow at me for whatever random reason cats meow at people. I'm going to go ahead and apologize for that. You might also hear my phone vibrate. Uh, my son is, is is asleep, which is great because he, you know, it's late and he should be sleeping. Uh, my wife is in there with him, kind of helping things out. So she may text me something and uh, you might hear that. So basically right now I'm, I am sitting in my office kind of quietly podcasting with right now absolute no, absolutely no noise. But I am basically a nose hair away from pandemonium breaking loose and the microphone will pick up any sign of that. So apologize ahead of time for that, but there's nothing I can do. I won't edit it out. If it happens, it happens. So let's just keep going. So this week I wanted to talk about invading privacy and more specifically invading the privacy of our precious God blessed children. And if you remember when you were a kid, hopefully you're not a kid anymore. And if you're a kid listening to this podcast, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and stop and go do something more productive with your life. If you're an adult listening to this podcast, I want to thank you for that. Also remind you that you can go to iTunes and subscribe and uh, rate and all that stuff stitcher and google play also soundcloud and twitter all that good stuff i'll plug all that later as well but if you're an adult if you remember back when you were a kid the idea of your parents invading your privacy was kind of a thing Uh, a lot of people had uh, diaries i never really kept a diary because even in my young age i realized that was basically just a transcript of your crimes and that seemed silly to me but i did have stuff laying around the my room that i'd rather my parents not see um we had pagers when i was a kid didn't have cell phones obviously so pagers were a problem you know if, if mom and your dad got all those pagers obviously stuff from school notes being sent home they never really saw i had an agreement with the mailman uh who was <laughs> this is a true story a mailman was a degenerate gambler and in high school i had a pretty good knowledge of sports and i would give him tips for the for you know gambling because he would go into mexico and gamble i grew up on the border and as a result my parents really never saw any mail from the school it was kind of cool that was a little deal we had so but there was still the idea of privacy and kids had diaries and letters and stuff like that and 
And, you know, if you remember in high school, one of the greatest shames was when a teacher would find a, a note you guys were passing would read it out loud because that was private communications between uh, whoever you were communicating. And the idea of your thoughts and your, your life of basically being, being told and shown privately was kind of a really bad thing. But now that I am a parent and now that hopefully some of you are parents, because why would you be listening to an I Am Your Father podcast if you're not? Uh, you're at some point going to have to grapple with the idea of going into your child's personal life um whatever that may be like right now right now i would guess smartphones are a big deal and i know certain i know kids still probably have written diaries or typed diaries on their computers uh but the smartphone for the sake of this conversation is 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 a really big kind of central point for kids uh especially teenagers preteens to you know college years the smartphone is kind of the hub over all of all of our lives happen for sure and and i would guess kids as well thankfully my son is only three he's about a year away from having an iphone honestly to himself but for now you know he's three so there's really no privacy to invade Uh, but as he gets older i have to start thinking about these things like how comfortable am i how comfortable are we going into his so-called personal life and figuring out what's going on with him and all of this kind of came from a conversation me and my sister had about a family friend her best friend but I would consider her a family friend because she's the, this girl's always been around our lives basically since she's been born. I, I don't remember her not being around. And she has a child now who's 16, I think 16, teenager. He's a good kid from what I can tell. I don't really know him, but I hear he's a good kid. And it came up that uh, my, my sister's friend started looking through the phone to get any information she could on the kid. Though he is a good kid, she just wanted to see what was going on. And my sister started talking about who my sister doesn't have a kid, just doesn't really matter to anything in life, but for the sake of this conversation, her perspective is that of a someone who doesn't have a kid and so she started wondering about we were talking about and she was wondering specifically about how how i guess the morality of it of going into your your kids personal phone and going into their lives and figuring out what's going on when really there's no reason to so an unprovoked search and seizure for lack of a better term like when is it okay to do that and one of the thoughts we had early on was, well, when we were kids, we hated it, right? When we were kids, the idea of that happening to us was horrible and really would kind of send us into a rage and make us question humanity and why are you going through my things you don't trust me? And now as a parent, I can tell you that that's gibberish. I feel that that is gibberish and the, the insane ramblings of a child um, and should be dismissed as such. Assuming, of course, that I tell my son, we're going to go through your things for the most part, we're not going to like rifle through your things. We're not going to go with a search warrant, right? But if we feel you're doing something on your phone that you shouldn't be doing, we're going to go through your phone. And sometimes maybe we won't. I pay for the phone. I pay for the data. I work overtime so that we can, we can have 25 cell phone lines in the house and Verizon's always raising the rates. If that's going to be a thing, if you want a cell phone, then that means I'm going to go through your cell phone. I'm going to go through your minutes. And through all of your texts, if I feel like it, I'm going to know what apps you install. I'm going to know what apps you install to to make sure I don't know what apps you install. Um, I'm going to know all of these things, and you're going to know that I know, and I'm going to know that you know that I know, and this is going to be a thing. It'll be fine. Because just don't do stupid stuff, and you're fine. Now, it's still a conversation to have with my son. My son is young, so I don't know what parents currently dealing with with teenagers currently dealing with kids that have access to these smart devices what conversations are they having with their kids and what's that like to be a parent now of an of age child in a super technical super digital age that is completely different from the digital age that we had growing up right so when i was coming up again pagers was about technic technologically advanced as i got 
we had the CDs and Walkmans and DVDs and and v, you know tapes uh, VHSs and we had cassette tapes and stuff and we all had written diaries and stuff that probably still exist but my mom I never had to worry about basically my mom going to one centralized location figuring out my whole life and that's kind of what smartphones are so it's a conversation I think parents have to have with their kids like how how cool is it how fine is everybody in the room with uh, uh, what is an, an invasion of privacy and I think part of that conversation should just be parents accepting that fact and being honest about it that you are if you go into your son's or, or daughter's cell phone open it and rifle through apps and rifle through texts and emails you are actively invading their privacy that's just something you're going to have to be comfortable with and something you're going to have to acknowledge that you are doing preferably I think you tell your kid you're doing it so that you don't have the awkward moment of you got caught doing it because you will get caught doing it and the awkward moment of when you go and you find something out that's bad, like, then what do you do, right? Do you say, oh, I found this out? Well, the question becomes, how did you find out? And then now you're the bad guy and you can get turned on you. So you avoid all of that stuff if you just honestly say, I will be going through your things. Maybe you set up a time. I don't know. My son's not there yet. I don't know how to do it. I can't tell you how to do it. I just think it's something you need to be aware of and something you need to at least decide for yourself. What are you going to do? And here, I think, is why. It's not so much for me that I won't trust my son. I might not trust him. He's young. When he gets to that age, I might actually not trust him. I don't know. I'm guessing I will. I'm guessing I, I will trust my son to not be a complete idiot. The problem is that we're not just dealing with our children. We're not only parenting our children. More and more, right? More and more, we are actively dealing with our children's interaction with the world. And that sounds kind of hyperbolic. Is that the word? It sounds like hyperbole. And I realize that, that it's kind of like you're yelling fire. But there's a truth to it. In that, the our child, our children, have access to the world now at the fingertips, at in their hand. My, us as adults, anybody with a cell phone, with a digitally connected, network connected cell phone, smartphone especially, you can get to any website, you can get to any emails, you can get to any social media, quickly right and that's awesome the flip side of that is that all of those other things can get to you people can email you if they get your address whenever people can call you people can text you tweet facebook snapchat live stream everything we talk about all the time that now can reach reaches you right i mean spam email spam filters exist for that very reason we can be reached globally now anybody anywhere there's good to that and there's bad to that and my child 14, 15, 13, 15, 16 probably won't have the ability to sit there and say that's bad, I'm not going to do that or maybe won't be savvy enough to, 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 to know what's going on unless I help him with that, how to navigate these digital waters that are shark infested, that can bring anything as minor as a Twitter account being hacked to as major as like really bad photos being sent your way or your network, your phone being hacked or your financial stuff being taken, your identity being taken. So even something as simple as that is let me help you not fall victim to digital stuff that is out there and or let me help you not get in trouble because you're stupid and you're doing dumb things and I don't want you to do dumb things and I'm trying to help you here. It's an odd conversation to have. It's an odd conversation though that I think we need to have with our kids and we need to say when it comes to privacy, you have privacy and I feel like kids should have a sense of self and a sense of privacy. And so in other words, right now my son in his room has a camera 
And we use that to monitor at night when he's sleeping to make sure he's okay. And if there's a problem, we go in there. We, I don't know how long that camera's gonna be there. Probably not long, right? He, he's in a big boy bed, for lack of a better term. When he gets a little bit older, we probably won't have a camera in there. Like, I don't need to see his everyday life. I don't want to turn him into a reality show and see what all he's doing all the time. I do want him to have a sense of privacy. But when it comes to smartphones and digital, his digital life, I want him to know that we're always watching, that we're there to help him navigate these things and that we're there to help him steer clear of stuff. And also when he actually hits the iceberg, we're there to help him get off the boat and say, here's how you, here's how we can help you get out of this trouble, get out of this situation that you managed to get yourself in for whatever reason. And again, I feel like that's us navigating the influences more than my son, more than our kids. I think sometimes our kids would feel they'll internalize that and feel like we don't trust them. And that's not necessarily the case across the board. I think across the board, what is the case is that we don't trust the influences that are out there. The influences that our kids are that can uh, are a part of the world that's out there and the way that information can get to us now so quickly and, and cleanly and how quickly you can respond and kind of destroy things without knowing you're doing it, right? I mean, we've all been at work and they tell you don't click on a link, don't click on an attachment because the whole damn office now has a virus. like. That's real. That's a real thing. That's not just like a movie. That's a real thing. And so for like kids on their cell phones and on their smartphones, they need to know these things. And parents for sure need to know what's going on. Part of that, I think, might be actively going into your child's privacy, digital privacy, um, and, and go that way. I, will actually, so I would suggest to my kid that he have a diary and write in a book that you keep under your bed that we will never go to probably. But if you have a phone and if you want a smartphone... I'm going to go through your apps. I'm going to go through your text. I'm going to probably go through your email. And I don't have to do it actively because if on an iTunes account, by the way, anytime something gets billed, it shows up on your credit card. If I just follow your social media account to know what all of you do, and I'll have a pretty basic foundation of what you're up to. And if I feel I need to go farther, I will go further. And I will go as far as I feel I need to to keep him safe and to make sure he's safe. Um, and, and that's just going to be how it is. But it's still a conversation to have. The idea of how much do you invade your child's privacy? Are you comfortable with doing it? And again, I don't know what parents do because my son's not there yet. When he's there yet, I'll have a better understanding. So it's not quite real to me yet. For me, it's just still a concept. It's still kind of an idea of what we might do. He's not there yet. He will be pretty quickly, though, sadly enough. So for anybody out there, if you guys are listening, if you guys care to respond, let me know on Twitter. Let me know on SoundCloud email me if you have to you can send me a note i don't care whatever you got to do uh, let me know how do you guys monitor your, your kids digitally i'm working on a blog for some tips on how to do that so you'll hear this podcast probably a week or so before i actually post the blog on how to do it so in the podcast i just want to talk a little bit about my idea for that and what i think i will do and so anybody out there if you guys actually do do this if you go through your kids smartphones if you actively look at your kids privacy any tips you have for me would be great um, but I'm working on a blog post to tell you just technically apps wise you know how that works on phones what are some of the things to keep in mind what are some of the things to consider once you've made the decision to do it I'm not saying everybody should I'm just saying I probably will so that's it that's this week's podcast invading your kids privacy dun, dun, dun. again you can find me on iTunes you can find me on Google Play and you can find me on Stitcher um, I am your father podcast. It's the non-Star Wars one. Um, also on Twitter, Louis Villalobos. Find me on there. 
and I do all of this and post all of it on AZ Central at some point. Hope you guys are doing really well. I appreciate all the listens. I appreciate all the followers, all the tweets, any feedback you can give me on anything that's on your mind. I really, really appreciate it. Hope you guys are doing really well. Take care.